never had a real life diva. Don't give a warning. Tis, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the call. Warning. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. Guys, welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. I'm Megan Pastetto. Look at me go. Dropping another bonus episode for you spoiled little brats. I am feeling very generous. I'm a giving person, a charitable, selfless woman. Some might even say, when I die, I'm definitely going straight to heaven. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I mean, why the hell not drop a bonus episode this week? There's just too much drama and not enough hours in the day in my eyes. I just can't help myself. I love to please you. Look, I'm going to be brutally honest. I only spoke to you on Friday. I can't be fucked doing another proper intro. I still have PTSD from the last one where I went into full detail about my week from hell. I made it all about me. I spoke about myself enough in the intro last episode to last a lifetime, so I won't torture you again. But a quick little update. The troll has now made an actual account to torment me and harass me on. I won't even say what it is, but they're making up memes of me daily. And yeah, this is my life now. So love that for me. I've got a lot of juicy goss to get through this episode, guys. So let's not waste any more time. Coming up today more details about the dramas that are going to unfold on the very first week of The Bachelorette, including our very first walkout of the season. Part two of my piping hot exclusive chat with Rachel Arahill. Last episode, we were only just warming up. She exposes the secrets of The Bachelor franchise, which we love, the truth about her romance with Vaco, and she also reveals why Chelsea and Matt really split very juicy. Oh, and she also answers all your burning questions, bachelor questions that you guys sent in. And the end of the show in everyone's favorite segment, I have scandalous details about Michael Goonan's sleazy encounter with a bachelor babe on the Gold Coast. I'll let your imaginations run wild, guessing who that someone is until until the segment later on. So much drama, such little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You wanna know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. So one of the main storylines that are going to play out this season is a cheating scandal involving Becky. So Becky opens up to the boys and tells them that she was cheated on by an ex-partner. I am told that the guys were pretty understanding about it to start off with. They felt bad for her. But by the end, it actually started to come between them forming a connection with her. One contestant dishes to me. Becky spoke about it openly during the show, but the boys could tell that she wasn't over it and she was still very hurt about what had happened. It affected her forming connections with a lot of the guys because she has huge trust issues. She actually said to us, I have to go hard on you guys. It was a couple of years ago, but I'm still really affected by it. Oh, poor Becky. I have been cheated on before too, and it's not nice. It really is something that stays with you forever. And so I hope that she is able to get past it and not let it interfere with her finding love. Oh my God. Oh my God. Coming up this week on The Bachelorette, 
So I revealed last episode that there is going to be a total of three walkouts this season. Now, one of the walkouts happens on the very first night during the first rose ceremony. Ab, who is a former Australia's Got Talent contestant, funny story actually, Sophie Monk, our former bachelorette, actually was the judge when he was on the show. So we've come full circle, guys. He enters the bachelorette red carpet arrivals doing a backflip. Very iconic. That is how I'm going to enter every room now. But after such a standout entrance, he was apparently not interested in either of the girls and he rejected Becky's rose when she gave it to him. Contestant says, Ab told the boys, I'm a rock star. These are not my girls. I am not interested in either of them. They're not up to my standard. If my mates saw me on this show and saw me with these two chicks, they would be embarrassed for me. Then Becky went to give him a rose and he rejected it. He said, sorry, Becky, I cannot accept this rose. Then he looked at the boys and said he was leaving, said goodbye, and then he backflipped out of there. (laughs) A backflip out. Like, (laughs) RIP me. Way to make an exit. That is how I'm going to exit every room I leave from this moment forward. So producers didn't know that he was going to reject Becky and they started freaking out. They're like, hold on a minute. What the hell are you doing? Where are you going? Come back here. So Becky and Ellie take him outside for a chat and they tried to make him change his mind. They were begging him to stay, but he said, he said, no, I want to leave. And he outright told them that he wasn't interested in any of them, couldn't see a future with them. He was in and out of that show faster than a Macca's drive through <laughs> Savage. Oh my God, oh my God. So as we know, each season, there is a twist in the first episode. A special prize, special reward that is given on the first night to whoever makes the best first impression on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. But I actually don't think they, from memory, did that for Lockie. They probably had enough surprises throughout the season with him, so they probably didn't want to add any more to the list. So this season, the surprise is called A Country Rose and former House Rules contestant Harry Harris, who I revealed on Instagram a few weeks ago. Um, I dropped a spoiler that he was appearing for a second shot at Love and a second shot at Reality TV. He gets the Country Rose. So he gets to go on a helicopter date with Shannon and huge dramas unfold on this date. There is an incestual love triangle situation that plays out between the sister act and him. So Becky's keen on Harry, but Harry's only interested in Ellie and he rejects her and says, no, sorry, I'm going with Ellie. Very awkward. But then plot twist, more drama unfolds when Ellie finds out that he's actually 35 with a kid. And apparently she was no longer keen on him after finding out that. So he doesn't come back with a rose. Calm as a bitch. Bigger bitch than me, I guess. Becky ends up hooking up with Shannon on the date for the whole day. And they hit it off immediately. And he is a strong contender from the get-go. So lots of drama coming your way with that incestual love triangle situation, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I also revealed in the last episode that there are a number of explosive fights this season. One of the blow-ups occurs on the very first night. Thank God. They aren't wasting any time this season. They're delivering us the drama straight up on a silver platter. Thank God. To say we deserve it would be the understatement of the century. 
So the huge blow up happens after James gets jealous that Damo got more time with both Ellie and Becky and it ends with him staunching him and trying to fight him. Now, James is a professional wakeboarder from Queensland. Damo's the hot guy in the white suit just because, yeah, go on my Instagram and have a look at them again so you can put some faces to the names. So an onset source tells me, Damo was the first guy to speak to both of the girls and some guys hadn't even spoken to one of them yet. Becky grabbed Damo for a chat. He had already had a decent chat with Ellie and some of the boys hadn't even had a chat with either of them. The boys got up at Damo and confronted him about it. He was like, what the fuck? I haven't done anything wrong. And he told them all to fuck off basically and said he can't help that the girls both wanted to talk to him. Fair enough. (laughs) Then James staunched up to him and he's yelling at him saying, you can't do that. What the fuck, man? And it starts getting aggressive. It got so heated that producers had to step in and defuse the situation. So from that moment on, these two guys never got along in the mansion and there are constant arguments and problems between them. Spicy. Let's just hope that they show the drama in its full unedited glory for our sake. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. So as I mentioned last episode, I decided to split Rachel's 60 minutes tell-all interview. Actually, it would have been, it was actually a 90-minute tell-all interview up. This is the second half, part two, because it was just way too long for the normal show format. If you haven't already, go back to the previous episode and listen to the first half now so that you're listening in order. She's already dropped some huge bombshells about the Bachelor franchise. This girl does not give a fuck. Praise be to our plan B queen. Sit back, put your feet up, get ready to take a large sip of tea, but be careful because this shit is boiling hot enjoy guys okay let's get into questions yeah all right so i've got some questions for you i've my listeners my lovely listeners yeah have sent in some questions they just a heads up they're quite savage <laughs> i have taught them well and i haven't vetoed any questions so just a heads up about that as well there yeah feel free <laughs> to answer or not answer actually no definitely answer all of them <laughs> Was there anyone's portrayal from your season that you were surprised about? And if so, like, so when you were in there filming, was it completely different to what was shown? Um, To be honest, not really. I wasn't. The only time that it was really different is literally the plan B situation. The first night they made me look like a fuckwit. Like they changed everything. Um, They probably played Sagan down a little bit. Like she was, she was pretty crazy. Um, They made Nikki look more normal than she was. Um, (laughs) I love Nikki. She's crazy, but I love her. I love Nikki, but when the cameras turn on, she's not the person that you see on when she's not, when the cameras aren't on. Um, But everyone else, like, I kind of feel like we expected that edit from them because that's kind of how they were acting. Do you know what I mean? Pretty accurate. Yeah. Okay. And what was it like dating a guy who is dating multiple women at once? Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you cared for like, I didn't, I guess it's a hard question for me because like, I'd never like felt anything towards him. So there was you no jealousy care. from my end or I kind of just saw it as a laugh. Whereas the other girls, like I could see that they were jealous of each other. Like you see how Bella acted last episode. 
like that's literally how they all start acting like everything just like they overthink things they get competitive with each other like I guess it's like if you find out your boy if you see your boyfriend liking heaps of other girls photos or something and you get that feeling which is like annoying and you're like you're worried about her and you're competitive against her it's blah, like blah, an blah. insecurity you yeah, just start yeah, yeah. to doubt yeah it's I like Stockholm Syndrome you're in there and you're yeah. your whole world is that guy yeah yeah, yeah. exactly it's and you, normal I and guess. you don't have anything else going on all you have is you don't even have a phone to like you don't at. have a yeah. phone you don't have contact with the outside world you literally don't know the time like you don't know what like anything so it's like yeah what like you start to I guess lose your mind and that's all you think about like I guess they forget that there's like more I would always remind them I'd be like girls you do realize like just outside those gates and like just over the fence there and because I think also because for me like I lived down the road from where it was filmed so like I would be like just my boy my my brother's girlfriend at the time lived one street away so I was like like I can fucking walk to my friend's house like do you know what I mean all else fails I've got to like yeah just go out up the road to the pub and find someone yeah so I'm like I don't think I cared, so I don't know. I can't answer that question. I mean, I just like went in a ma- massive circle to not answer your question. Sorry, Dal. I mean, like every guy I've dated's been dating multiple girls at once. Yeah, anyway, it's just so like going on. It's Bumble just like real life. Yeah, except you find except out you there's know. other girls at the start, and not like eight, and your friends eight with weeks girls. in. I think it's more like what's it like dating someone that you're friends with, and you're like all, you're yeah. friends with, and it's like a and you're all dating the same person. Yeah, it's like that. It's a bit, a bit fetch. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you spoke to Matt since the show? Do you know any Astro Bachi tea? You no, haven't spoke to him, have you? I have not spoken to him. It's a random, um, rando question. Yeah, obviously I haven't spoken hey, to him. Hey, Matt, if you how know are you? How are you all, going? You know that we didn't end on the best of terms. <laughs> um, and obviously Chelsea's one of my best friends and he didn't really treat her properly. So, <gasps> Oh, yeah, what's the tea with that? There's not really any tea. just wasn't like really like invested in the relationship. So... I guess, yeah, there's nothing to He wasn't on. invested. Yeah, he just wasn't. She was invested. She was like, she's like the best girlfriend ever. She like okay. loved him, but he, yeah, so, I think he's got other stuff going on. Like, I think he's like, he's got like, like mental health issues. So I think it's like, he's like, he's not really committed, mm. but that's not, not his fault. It's just like, he's got like other things going on in his head kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like nothing against him personally. He's, he's just got like stuff to deal with. Yeah, exactly. So who broke up with who? Uh, he broke up with her. Savage. Mm-hmm. Was she devoed? Oh, she was like, Aww. like so devoted for months. She was like, cause she just like kind of was like, I just invested my whole year in mm. this guy. And she just had a shit boyfriend before. And it was like, oh, like, and again, really? And I guess you'd think if you're going on the show and you, you end up with him that he's gone on there and he wants to settle down and be with yeah. the winner. So it's and like then, the fact that he broke up with her. Yeah, and I guess, slap in the face. I guess what happened is like their relationship on shot on the show didn't transpire into real life like because didn't after the show do you know about the contract like i i'm so unsure because i've heard people say there is a contract and then i've had other bachelor and bachelorettes contact me being like there is no fucking contract like what are you talking about so um i don't actually know i've heard that there's like a three-month contract where they have to stay together but like to keep up appearances i know. never heard that but chelsea was always like matt will tell me nothing uh, like so he, he might have had to because yeah he went after the show he went traveling for like three months he was never around and then he was always working so it's kind of like maybe he wasn't like was he even into it like he, like, like i don't want to too much on it because like chelsea's like one of my best friends um but he was yeah just not really invested and it was like he was avoiding it's like being with her yeah it's not that he was avoiding being with her it's just that he had like i said he like wasn't like invested kind of thing like he had other stuff he needed to deal with before he can God. like he yeah i think he i got told that his parents 
didn't want him going on the show because his mental health wasn't there. So, like, I think it was just a bit too much for him. And like I said, that's not his fault. Like, it's just that, you know, that's just him. We get like a, a like we what we think is like he's, a nice, yeah. normal, like yeah, no, he, yeah. respectable bachelor. And still, he's a fuckboy. Well, not yeah. a fuckboy. He wasn't a fuckboy. It's just that, it's yeah, he's just not ready he, to settle down. It's yeah, like, he's got to work someone on himself that's kind of thing. Like, going to settle down. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, like, why they can't fucking find someone. It's not that hard. Like, no, like now we've got Lockie. Go find it's a 40 like, year old or something. It's like, is Lockie the best? Like, is he the most eligible bachelor in Australia? Why? Like, come on. Like, also, that gives me little fucking hope for my own dating life in the real world if he's the best that we've got to offer. Yeah, my question is why everyone hates him, though. Like, I don't really he's see. Like, he hasn't really done anything wrong. He's he obviously, the like, biggest, the boganest person in the world. But the like, biggest fuckboy. Oh, really? Yes. See? I've had, like, hundreds of girls being like, I slept with him before. I slept with him during. I'm mm. sleeping with him now. Like, <laughs> so many now. messages. He's cheated <laughs> on his ex-girlfriend. He's... He had like a massive tantrum on Survivor. He was like rude to the female producers. Like he chucked a fucking machete at one of them. A like machete? Ch- yeah, on Survivor. And he chucked a chair at a producer on The Bachelor. Oh my god, He's nuts. Allegedly. See, apparently. <laughs> allegedly yeah. See, Allegedly, Matt Agnew's also nuts. Like, really? Why? What yeah. did he do? He's just like very, like gets angry easily. Really? Like, yeah. I would never have picked that. Yeah, he's he's a hothead. Oh my gosh. Really? He yeah, sounds he, so like calm no, no, and No, he's a hothead. Collected. Remember that night he was like, this has been a tremendous waste of my time. He was so fucking angry that night. And also the night that the plan B thing happened, he was like, you could, he was like rude to me. Like he was pissed off. And I'm like, dude, you know that I didn't do this. Like, And do you think they downplayed him to make him look not as like yeah, psycho? Because yeah. they're definitely doing yeah. that with Lockie, which is why I think they're not showing much of Lockie. Yeah. When you when you actually watch the show, you realise Lockie doesn't have a lot of airtime. It's just no the girls airtime, fighting because he's it's either so boring or he, they have to cut shit out. Um. Also, have you ever thought like about the fact that all the girls are so rogue this year, right? Like they're all crazy. They're always getting in fights, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it's like, that. no, I feel like no one hates the girls on this season as much as they hated Abby. And Abby didn't do any of that stuff. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I think it was with Abby. It was what definitely the, the way they edited her with the music and... But, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Because, like, Rhonda, for example, is actually another. Do you know what I mean? But I think And she's, she's actually had- doing something. She's actually being rude. She's swearing at people. She's abusing people. Abby didn't do that stuff. Yeah. Do you know no, what Abby, I mean? Abby didn't say anything bad but about I anyone, I feel like really. more people hated Abby than they do Rhonda. Yeah, that's a good I feel point. like Abby got way more flack than she did. Yeah. Don't you think? I think as well, like the way that they always showed the girls bitching about Abby mm. to kind of villainize her, like in that way of be like, oh, none of the girls like her. So like, mm. like to be fair, when I was watching the show, I was like, oh, you know, like I'm not the biggest fan of her. And yeah, then but that's I, like, then when I spoke to her after, I was like, holy shit, you're so nice. We got along so well. We're, we were friends. Like, I was like, shit, you're nothing like they've portrayed you. Yeah, but I was I th- shocked. I felt bad that I'd kind of fallen for the editing as well. No, but I think, um, like I said about the show and how the girls become this person because they're jealous and stuff um of the guys I think that she was like that like I loved her still I was friends with her but like she did get jealous and act these ways and the girls did think those things but also they were jealous too that's why I was always friends with Abby because I didn't give a shit so Abby's portrayal was correct but you're just surprised how the the public reacted I'm not saying it was correct but I'm just saying what they showed did actually happen yeah do you know what I mean like the girls didn't like her and she did act that way but like I don't know, like, but you're surprised because she didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah, but, and so you're surprised by like how I much said, the public I was always friends her. with her the whole time. Yeah. Like, I always stood up for her and stuff to the other girls because I just like I was like, she's not really doing anything wrong. Like, she's not harming. It was anyone. just sometimes she didn't read the room. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like maybe don't say Put her that. Foot in it, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just like foot in mouth syndrome. Like, don't say that because you can like 
I don't know. It's like she couldn't tell that the other girls were like getting pissed off and being sympathetic. And they were jealous, so they were getting angry. Do you know what I mean? And that would that would like fuel the fire. But like I said, I didn't have jealousy in me because I didn't like him, so I didn't care. And even in Paradise, she never said a bad word about anyone. It's kind of just. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but I like I said, like I just don't really get how these people are kind of getting these like they're not being trolled the way Abby did. Like it's not really fair. Yeah, um, don't you think? I think no, I think Roxy has copped a lot of backlash. She has, but I feel like Abby was everywhere. Like every news article, Abby's such a bad person. Abby's this. Abby's that. It's not freaking every news. Like I never see any articles about Rhonda. Oh, I've seen a few. You know what I mean? But not compared yeah. to what Abby got. True. You know what Good I mean? Point. Good observation. Yeah. <laughs> so how many girls in the house um, actually liked Matt, do you think? Oh, they all did. Oh, except like, you. I, literally, <laughs> they all liked him to some like some degree. I remember one time Abby and I got in a fight with um, Izzy. God love you. Izzy, we love you. But, well, Abby doesn't, but I do. Um, <laughs> um, we got in a fight with her because Izzy, like, had a go at us because Abby and I were calling, like, this random person hot or something that we were like, oh, yeah, like, it's pretty hot. And then I think all the girls were actually saying it. And then Izzy was like, you guys need to respect him. You've come here for him, blah, blah, blah. And he – you need to, like – appreciate him and not talk about other guys because it means you've got no respect for him we're like dude he's dating like 20 of us like yeah and we got in this massive fight with her because we're like what we're not allowed to ever call someone hot now because we're dating this guy that's dating 20 of us no thank you well even the girls during lockdown apparently were when you got involved in that one the house minor wendy (laughs) the girls also like being accused of messaging people accused by me side note Um, (laughs) i am the accusee during lockdown but like he's like he's dating 20 girls so it's like until it's locked down like until it's confirmed that you're the winner but also i also like i saw your posts about how people are sending in things that you saw him doing this you saw him doing this he was texting me he was snapchatting me whatever i'm like well what's the difference he's doing it to 20 other girls in the the house like 20 girls what's another what's another 20 yeah what's another four five six who cares (laughs) like yeah like sorry that they didn't get filmed like (laughs) so true i've got a question actually just on this topic Someone said, are the contestants' feelings real considering they arrive at the mansion and are immediately in love with The Bachelor without knowing him at all? Do producers insist that contestants must be besotted with The Batch from first sight? And if you're not, are producers okay with that? Um, It's a good question. It's a good question. So basically they don't automatically have feelings for him. It's once they've started – going on dates with him I feel like once they've been on a date they always come back with feelings unless they obviously just have nothing in common it's like imagine if I went on a date with Matt Agnew come back and I'd be like what a waste of my time (laughs) um but but like yeah so and then obviously they I think the thing is that they get girls and I've said it before and I'll say it again they get girls that have been mistreated in relationships and that are vulnerable so it's like they get these girls that have been cheated on yeah so they've been cheated on a million times they've been treated like absolute shit so anything's better than what they had in the past you know what i mean like it's it's like true like i remember one time we're sitting around the couch and everyone was like sharing their stories about their gronk exes that were like cheating on them with this girl and this girl and bloody like doing the most rogue things that you've ever heard of like some of the stories chels told me i was like mind blown like I could not believe it and do they ask you that in the auditions like what's your worst yeah, yeah. dating I story think they chose and then me they're because like I had had really shit exes uh, but I'm really okay. strong-minded so I right. think they thought that I would be like easy to like mislead and vulnerable but it was a complete <laughs> little did they know yeah little they did fucked they know, up. like those guys got thrown <laughs> to the curb for a reason <laughs> um but yeah so I think they do like him 
like most of them like him. Basically, when I left, every single girl really, really liked him. And that's why people start going crazy because they get jealous of the other girls. And that's why they separate the girls towards the end because they to make the girls go even more crazy because once the other girls are getting involved, it's just like becomes this massive thing. So yeah, they all like him. It's really weird. I guess it's just the dynamic and being in the world with nothing else going on, no contact with the outside world. Um, what was the second part of the question? Um, oh, and did the producers? Oh yeah, are they okay? If you like, so if you rock up the red carpet and you're like, oh, he's not my type. I'm feeling nothing. Do they? Are they like, <laughs> like bitch, I did. you better fucking fake it? Um, no, they will clearly edit it to make it look worse than it did, like they did to me. Um, but no, I don't think they're okay with it. But I think sometimes they're like, okay, this is good tea. Like this is because it's different content. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like there's one girl that's got her head screwed on. Or they and just, it's showing from a different perspective. So I think they kind of like that they can give also another perspective on the show. Or do you think they're just But like, they don't tell you. Like they knew that I didn't like him and they were just like, oh, they would still ask me the questions though. Like, how did you feel about this? Like when you saw Abby kiss him at the cocktail party, how did you care? I'm like, dude, I didn't care because I didn't fucking like him. <laughs> I'm like, you kiss as many girls as you want, babe, but your lips aren't coming near mine. <laughs> Go for God. Yeah. <laughs> like you do you, boo. <laughs> um, another question... What is the real story with the note and producer? I feel like we kind of answered that. And someone else said, did she hook up with the plan B producer after the show? We've covered this, haven't you? Yeah, I feel like go to my podcast, <laughs> listen to it, not just small talk. I'm not going through it again. It's, it's actually the longest story though. That's the thing. Like yeah. it, it takes like 40 minutes to go through the whole story and in, it's just like CBF. It's like short, double handling. You didn't hook up with the producer. Yeah. It was all the, it was um, basically as, I walked out and then they had to make a story. So God, like, cause God forbid someone didn't like the bachelor. And like what was happening? You, you, it was mentioned in passing that you thought the producer was hot. And then they yeah. blew it up and said, Oh, she's got, she's been run off with the producer. Yeah. There was no and producer I never that even you ran gave my number to anyone. Yeah. I wasn't even there. He I was actually, yeah, he was literally had a girlfriend and also they were holding me up in the makeup room. So how could I have given my number to someone yeah. when I was literally stuck up in the makeup room? They didn't even tell me that the show was on. Like so they were filming right now. It's fake news. Yeah. <laughs> in short, in summary, it's fake news. Go yeah. listen to Rachel's podcast. What is it? Not just small not talk. Not just small talk, Club. yeah. Um, someone else said, why did all the girls hate Matt? They didn't. None of okay. I don't think anyone hated yeah, Matt. I oh, that was random. I was, oh, like, you know, I was like, did I miss something? Oh, no, actually, question? I guess they're talking about the, the dog kind scenario. Oh, right. Okay. Um. They, all the girls, so I, I can't remember why. Oh, I think, I don't really get why everyone was pissed off that Abby kissed him at the cocktail party. I think it all stemmed from that. But like, see, I don't know why they were pissed at Abby, but I think they were more just pissed that like, well, I think the girls were saying like, oh, he should have taken her on a date to kiss her or whatever. So I don't really get why that matters. Like, I don't know. I think that they were just like pissed off about that. And then we were all just like bantering, being like, yeah, he's a dog, blah, blah, blah. So maybe you were talking about that, but I feel like they just got angry at him because they were like, I'm out in the backyard in a freaking ball gown and you're out in the front yard hooking up with someone else. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, have some respect kind of thing. But I don't think they hated him. I think they quickly got over that. So overall, he was liked. I'd say he was liked. Well, they all had their like thing with him, didn't they? So... I mean, he was pretty respect respectable. Yeah, he's. In, I think he was like on, on the I, whole. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was the only one that didn't really like him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not that I didn't like him. Like, just, it's just I'm not your type. Yeah, he's yeah. just not my person. Like, yeah, like I thought he was like funny and stuff. Like he was charismatic, but I wasn't like fucking falling head over heels for him. Put it that way. Love that for you. Yeah. Um. Someone else wants to know what is in their contract. What do producers make you do? Um. Our contract. 
I didn't really. What's not in the contract? Yeah, literally. No, um, basically you can't use social media from the moment that filming starts. You can't post or anything. You can't like photos. You can't comment on your friends. You can't follow people. Um, but once the show airs, you can post content relating to the show that's been approved by Kate, which obviously another reason they didn't send me my photos because I just used to post whatever I wanted. Can I butt in? Yeah. Question, which I said on the last podcast. Um the girls have an option to either choose to follow everyone or not follow anyone yeah. at all. Is that true? That's true, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I Obviously, people just didn't follow anyone because <laughs> as if you're going to follow people you don't like. Yeah. Um, and then what else happened? That's basically, yeah, it's mostly just the social media thing. Oh, and you can't obviously be seen with like boys or so you can't have Bumble or t- Tinder or whatever. Um, until you're evicted. Until you're evicted, then you can do whatever you want. Um, but you can't um still talk about the show and all that type of stuff or like have your own podcast or like have your own YouTube channel kind of thing um until the three month period so three yeah. months after the so show's finished three airing un- after the show's finished airing you can basically have your voice back <laughs> or you can go rogue and maybe get sued like they sent me a letter saying they were trying to sue me what did they point. what did the letter say just to cease and it desist. was a cease and desist yeah and what did you just ignore I, no I replied back being like go fuck yourself and then I never <laughs> responded yeah and I was like if you want to do, do this then we'll I'll expose your plan B scene and then 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 we'll see what who gets the last laugh and then they never wrote back <laughs> oh my yeah. god and what they just didn't say anything after no they never back. responded to me Have being you, like go fuck yourself I, if you want to play this game I'll go and play it harder that's the thing I don't think people realize that if they were to if you broke break your contract and they were to sue you that when you go to court like everything gets subpoenaed like everything yeah. is witnessed like yeah it's they would be exposing themselves, basically. Yeah, literally. They're Especially well, in my that, scene but scenario anyway. You would like, bring the receipts and be like, well, this has happened. And then they'd have to interview every single contestant on the yeah. show. It'd be the biggest fucking investigation yeah. ever. You know what's so funny? The no- So never- when <laughs> the night that I left, right, because all the girls knew that I was leaving because I was walking out, um, the girls go, the- Osha came back after I left because they obviously didn't know about the like what was the plan B thing either. Um, Osha comes back and he goes, uh, Matt's asked Rachel to leave and then Abby goes what do you mean he's asked her to leave she was leaving on her own accord and obviously that didn't make the card like yeah so they would bring that up and then all the girls would be like sorry that's not what happened like and then so just how are they gonna sue me then? don't air that yeah yeah because you could actually you could have probably sued them and said well you know if you were Jamie Doran yeah you could have said like you portrayed me wrongly you made it look like XYZ. oh no but, you, but then but also, you can't do that because in your contract says yeah we, it says we, have, we can cut you up however you want yeah. basically however they we want we have the right to betray you however we deem fit or something like that. yeah so you literally sign you your have you away. sign your literal life away for however long 10 months or so so even if they for basically from march till january i didn't have like any rights <laughs> no human rights yeah <laughs> So basically, like, uh, yeah, I don't know what Jamie's. I don't understand what he thinks he's going to say. Even if they fuck you completely and they make you look like someone that you're not completely. Yeah, which they. I feel like they haven't really done with Jamie. I've heard that he is like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought that he got a good edit. Like, yeah, he's he's like exactly like that in real life. But I don't know. I think. Well, he just made up that story about Chelsea. Like, he's still off like his head doing stuff like that. I think maybe I don't know what I don't know what he's got in, in store, but. He thinks he's got he's got a winning case. So I honestly, good luck to him. But I don't luck. think he does. Stay tuned. Watch this space. <laughs> I can't wait to see when he comes back with it. I'm be so, so excited. Yeah, me I too. Wanna, when's I wanna, this? When's I it all happen? I want to be in the courtroom. 
I want to check. Oh, Pause open. Push your I'm going. getting a front row ticket. <laughs> we'll be in the front row. I'm sure Without popcorn. Yeah. I'm fucking going. I'm pretty gonna, sure I'm we can going. go to any court uh, case. Go. Yeah, we should go I'm for the going. lols. 100%. Like shits and gigs. <laughs> Support. We'll, like, have, like, we'll have like podcasting a live. Oh my God. <laughs> stream. I could stream. I wonder if that's no. You probably can't stream from a courthouse. I'll take like a bandit, like a banner, like supporting Jamie. Balloons and <laughs> a cheer squad. <laughs> front row cheer squad. Um, another question. Did your does your experience on the Bachelor match up with Nadine's allegations? Yeah, I think you heard Nadine's interview. Yeah, yeah, I heard she Nadine's interview, and I literally, I'm pretty sure I shared it and was like, "This is everything I could never be bothered to say <laughs> myself." But so like for all the questions you guys have asked me in the past, and I never bothered to answer. Here's your answers really? straight from someone else's mouth. Because a lot of people contacted me after that, being like, "This never happened. She's off her head." Really? Like, who? Uh, like, the- pre- like current contestants was like, "That never happened. We never did that." And uh, even actually past season contestants like. People from last season and the season before were like, that's not true. We weren't in the hotel for a week. We we never did that. Like We weren't in the hotel for a week. We were in the hotel for four days. days. Four days. Um, he did have an earpiece. They really? producers do tell Matt you what had to one do. As well. Yeah, yeah, Matt had one as well. Um, we could During- hear it sometimes. Sometimes it was so loud that you could hear it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So she was on the money with that. What yeah. about like when did he have it? Like every single day? And every every single- rose ceremony had one. I don't know if he had him at the cocktail party. So then I literally did not speak to him. <laughs> so I wouldn't know what he was wearing at the cocktail party. And parties. what could you hear coming um, out of it? Oh, like I couldn't like the girl's names, like pick up the rose, put the rose down, take a deep breath, do this, do that. Um, also the first night when my friend and I came, he like they told us, they told him to tell us like where to stand, like what to say, like, oh, you look so beautiful. How's he supposed to remember your name? I, when he's met 28 girls or or, the girl, or if you're in Bachelorette, the girls met 28 boys, you just met them that night. How are you supposed to remember all their names? Come on. I get that. But, and I'm, I'm a hundred percent in agreement that he should have the earpiece for yeah. the rose, for the, it's a show guys. Night. It's not like a, to say, it's to not s- big, it's not like big brother or like love Island where it's live. It's like, this is a produced show. Like what go watch um unreal. And it's exactly like that. But like, it's fine if they're telling him that's her name. This is tell her what to stand here. But were they actually telling him to say, "Oh, tell her this," and telling, feeding him lines in terms of like how to start yeah, yeah, conversations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? And I'm pretty sure they also, up until like the final like four or something, or like the final eight or ten or something. I think it's like more like the final ten. They they have a very big say on who stays. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What What do you mean? Like they're like. If this person's causing drama, like how keep do you think her, Juliet stayed? She hasn't even talked to him. <laughs> like um, they're like, yeah, keep her because you can take get rid of this person, but you can't get rid of this person because right. we need this person. So do you think he you can have like your four, like your top four top people four. that you actually see something with, and they can stay no matter what, even if they're producing nothing? But these people that we want are staying. So he says this is probably the four that I'm going to choose from, and they give him variables in terms of yeah, like, like five or six people or whatever, like uh, people that he actually so sees. He actually have till the very end. Till the very them. end, yeah. Even Georgia Love. Can Came out and said that like publicly wow. yeah that like they have a big say in who stays and goes interesting and the producers are like always like to you need to go talk to him you need to go talk to him because it could be your last time and it's like no it's not i did not speak to the guy mm-hmm. i did not speak to him. the girls would be like to me rachel do you think you're going to talk to him i'd be like no i think i'm just going to kick back this time like i did not <laughs> speak to him and i made it to top 10 and i walked out on my own thing. accord i could have stayed longer like go if figure how do you work that one out if i was like you know, if the producers had nothing to do with it. If you tried harder. Yeah. How much of it? Because you just said then it's basically. And you know what? If I had my time back, I wouldn't have even talked to him at all. <laughs> 
I did spend like five or ten minutes all up talking to him and I probably would have spent less. Regrets. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any regrets from going on the bachelor? Talking, yeah, to, him talking to him too much. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so you said it's like basically unreal. Well, you said it is no, unreal. It is. How much is scripted? No, because you know it's not like scripted, but it's like they put words in your mouth kind of thing. Like you'll say something and then they'll take it out of context and make it say, sound like that you said it meanly. So say I was like... Meanly. Yeah, say I was like, oh my gosh, Eleanor is so tall. And then they would like... But I was just like making a statement, right? Like just saying, oh, she's really tall. Okay, I said it like, okay, Eleanor's really tall. They'd be like, didn't you say that, oh my God, Eleanor is so tall? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I said she was tall. And they're like, no, but you said it like this. And then they would spin it in front of Eleanor to make it look like I was bitching about her. Like that's the, what they would do. Like, So they throw you under the bus? Yeah, yeah, but they would spin it and take it out of context to make it look like you said this. But you did say it, but you didn't say it like that. Do you know what I mean? So like they would make things up and like, like, like I did say plan B was hot. But I didn't say I was going to go fucking and pursue them on the outside. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be like me being like t- to you, oh, you're so annoying. And then they're like, you said Rachel was annoying. Yeah. And then like blowing it up. And it's like, like, okay, I said that, but I was joking. We were laughing yeah. together about it. So Do you know take what I mean? it out of context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss, miss, and like, the time. Yeah, yeah, That's what it is. Like, and they do that with everything. Like one time Eleanor and I had a fight because I stood up for Abby. <laughs> and I was like, because we've been, everyone had been going on about the same thing for like two weeks, right? And I was like, I'm fucking sick of listening to this. Like, shut up. We've been going about the same thing for two weeks. And I kept shutting down the conversation. And then Eleanor was angry because I didn't stand up for her. But I'd literally said 20 seconds before, like, I was not involved in this. I did not care. And shut, like, basically everyone needed to shut up. Then they put me in a fight. They put me in a scenario to have a fight with Eleanor. And I just wasn't giving him anything. And they were like, but you said this, but you said this. I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't. Like, and then they pulled me away don't pretend you were zoned out i'm like no i just i wasn't listening because i've been listening to the same shit for two weeks like <laughs> i don't care <laughs> like yeah so it's it's like pretty it's not scripted but it's like as close to being scripted as it could be for something that's not scripted if you know what i mean it's like they lead they lead the horse to water yeah yeah, yeah basically and they like tell you like they they only ask you questions that they want content for like so say they'd be like what did you think of Sagand and Abby's fight? Like they would want me to commentate on. They wouldn't be like, how, what did you think of um, Matt walking into the cocktail party? Like they ask you what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Like they ask you things that will like go for your character. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not getting asked like how hot do you think Matt is? Because they know I don't think he's hot. They're asking me about the drama kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Which we stand. Yeah. (laughs) But do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not scripted. They want sound bites. Yeah. But it's like, it's, very close to being scripted like as as close as it could be to not being scripted and then i guess if they don't get what they want they're just like can you redo that yeah oh they'll Does make that you say it. yeah yeah yeah. like they'll be like can you say it like this can you say it like this can you say it like this yeah or like oh how about you say it like this and then they'll basically tell you what to say and you're just so tired so like, just fuck, fuck okay, it, I'll do yeah. it. Just oh yeah there were so here. many times that they would interview interview me at 1 30 in the morning every single time i was always the last person to get, to get interviewed the, because get the they would reaction. just know i just wanted to sleep so i would just say anything to shut them up like how, how long so i can get out quicker and go to freaking bed <laughs> like it's ridiculous i'll say whatever you want just let me know literally i'd be like okay like how can i make this the quickest possible like i can keep avoiding the answer that they want or i can do that give them the answer they want to go to bed like that's just literally how it is it's so crazy they know all the tricks oh but it's their job so like it's like you like people can't hold you accountable for your shit because that's your job do you know what i mean 
Love that for me. But don't you think like yeah. people don't hate you, well, even like, though you do cause a stir, like you cause a fucking ruckus, <laughs> but like people don't hate you because they're like, oh, it's her job. Well, it's the thing I'm like- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've said the podcast is about drama. It's about reporting on the drama and that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, it's like, fucking, then they come here you expecting, to be, yeah, don't come, me yeah. to be like PC and, <laughs> and like really nice and fluffy. And it's like, no, this podcast is about drama. <laughs> like it's called what So Dramatic, expect? bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like with The Bachelor. It's like, what do you expect? that's um, what actually annoys me i feel like since i said this to you the other day i think since jess powers season of maths see i went into filming during that time and like i said i'd never watched a reality show before but i feel like since then it's come out how fake reality shows are like i feel like every second person comes out and they're talking about how fake it is blah 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 so why are people still fucking going <laughs> on expecting it to be this fantasy world where everyone's rainbows and butterflies like and everyone's so nice and blah 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 no you've heard it from a million other people why are you still fucking going on expecting this little fucking fairy tale well that's what that's the thing. they think that it's they think they're going to be the exception to the rule and it won't happen yeah to them. unless you're ellie and you're playing you're wearing your cooper hat <laughs> they think that it's not going to happen to them and i've got little sympathy because i'm like people I have come out all, and told yeah. you how fucking bad it yeah, is a million especially times. married at first sight it's yeah. like there have been people but you know what i think, and shit. I think like, married at first sight's not as bad as bachelor i honestly oh, i've heard some no but the thing is stories. they get so much like they're allowed to leave they're allowed their phones they're allowed to True. see their friends we're not allowed to do any of that like they're, they're over here up. crying that like this it was so hard for them we have triple of that like do you know what i mean like on the first night every single girl except for me cried really the first freaking night and i was like i remember being on the bus back and being like i can't deal with this like if this is the next three months of my life you can forget it wait. if i'm gonna be listening to these girls cry all the time wait you got a bus back oh we got a bus back to the hotel for the because th- you know how it films uh, right. three nights. so the first cocktail party you don't stay in the mansion you stay at the hotel yeah yeah, yeah, because you have to go back and then you go get and that, ready again the next day and then go back to the hotel, uh, the mansion and do the same thing. So Nadine said it was filmed over, I think she said two or three. It's three nights. Three. So all she was there so, for the third night. So yeah. two nights, it's the sh- actual cocktail party. And then the third night, you're doing the interviews. Piece to cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, so it's like three days all up in the my wedding dress, lol. So you had to get into the same hair and makeup. <laughs> oh, I never wanted yeah. to see that wedding dress oh, again. Nice. And oh my God, it's so funny, the chick that made the wedding dress messaged me and say, can you do a testimonial? I'm like, a I- A testimonial? Yeah, for like- itched me for three days. Yeah. I wanted to take it, rip it off me. I'm Aww. like, I tripped over your dress five times. Oh, the heels, my foot got stuck in the heel. Like, no, my heel got stuck in the wire so many times. Like, do you want me to keep going? No, it's actually such a beautiful dress. It was, it was it stunning. It was a stunning dress. God Jessica love Power vibes. <laughs> um, let me just see what else I've got. Oh, do they pump you with alcohol? Or oh my God, is- and that's another thing. By the way, I never even wanted to wear a wedding dress. Oh, did they make you? And they made me put a veil on as well. Yeah, I wanted to so just- what, that was their idea? I just wanted to go with a bride-to-be thing as a joke and be like with my friend and she was my bridesmaid. Like just as a joke would be like, oh, here's your future. Ha-ha. And then they made it like, and the whole time we were just pissing ourselves laughing with him. And then they just made it like it was the most like weird, awkward thing ever. But was that your idea or theirs? My idea okay. was to just go as the bride with the bride of be sash and just for a lol because they oh, were telling the me because okay. they were telling me to bring something. I'm like, I'm not bringing this random guy a present. Like, he should be bringing me a present. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I was like, I am the present. Like, hi. <laughs> Wrap me up and yeah. put a ribbon on it. Put a bow on it. <laughs> oh, we should trademark that because I feel like next year someone's coming I am as the a present. present. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, I know someone's. Co- we're trademarking that. Um, <laughs> Do they pump you with alcohol or is there a strict drink limit? They don't pump you with alcohol, but they don't say no either. 
So it's like, if you want to get as pissed as you want, I don't drink, so I never had this issue, but there were like, if you want to get pissed, you can bloody get pissed. And also if you want a drink, like even if you're in the most deep conversation, if you say to a producer, get me a drink, they'll be like, get this person a drink now. And like, they'll make it like top priority because they want to get you as drunk as possible. That's when the juice comes out. Do you think there's different rules for the boys and the girls? Because one of the boys from last season told me that there was a strict drink limit. They were only allowed two drinks per hour and they had like, you had to mark your name off for each drink. What? Really? Yeah, that's so you not, didn't have that? That's not true. Because <gasps> oh, I've actually maybe seen- Maybe it's true for them, but not for well, us. I actually saw the call, li- call list and it was like, names, names, names. And it had a tally of how many drinks they'd had that hour. Really? Yeah. And they were like, that was so strict, but like maybe. you could kind of push it and have like one towards the end of the hour and then one at the start. So you could really? like- no, I'm- Really? So maybe they want the girls to be a bit more Maybe that's how they drunk get drunk than the boys. That is not, that's not the case of the girls. The girls were like, Vako like passed out, threw up like th- twice on two separate occasions. Vako like threw up. This other girl threw up and fainted. Um, there was heaps of times where people threw up from drinking. Like it wasn't a thing. Really? Two, two drinks an hour is not a thing. Oh, well, not Va- on The Bachelor anyway. Maybe The Bachelor. I don't know. Vako went missing. Is that why? Twice. She was drunk. One time she was like throwing up and Matt was like holding her hair back. It was so Stop funny. It. And then there was another time where she just literally threw up and passed out. I can't remember why. Because the room's so hot. Like it's so hot and you're just, it's like 3 a.m. You're standing, you're in pain. That's the, like, ro- the rose ceremony. Yeah. I heard people, a lot of people faint in there. Oh, it's like a common thing. It's so hot. But they can't have the fans on because then it will, sound. And yeah, the sound. How long do you film those rose ceremonies for? Oh, probably like if you can, if you're good and you stare at the wall like they tell you to <laughs> and you don't move, probably like an hour and a half. And what if because there's a big gap? The they'll be like, pick up the rose. Oh, sorry, my stomach. And they're like, they'll be like, pick up the rose. Wait, like two minutes. It's like two minutes. And then you'll be like, take a deep breath. And you'll be like, <gasps> why? You've got to like, um, make it look dramatic. And they've got to like get, get an atmosphere. Shots. They've got to get an atmosphere. That's what they want. What was the longest? And then there's girls like freaking out that they're going home and stuff. It's so funny. And there's me being like, send me home now, please. I beg <laughs> as of long you. as I get these shoes off, like. How, what was the longest rose ceremony you filmed? The first one because there was 28 girls. To How get through. long was it? Oh, like maybe like two hours. And so you're standing there two, in, two hours in, in heels. heels. And it's like 3 a.m. 5 a.m. Those nights were like 5 a.m. It was so fucked. Your feet were so sore. Your knees and calves would be hurting. Oh and then God. every time you would get a break, everyone would just sit down straight away because they're in so much pain. It's not like they're like, it's yeah, it's bad. But like, what are you going to do? You've, you're going to take your heels off. They're not going to allow it. Like, especially if you're in like a short dress. What if, you're, what if, you, what if your legs cramp? That's why people pass out and stuff. Oh, my, they were. I'd pretend to pass out so I could just like have a rest. Yeah. No, some people did. Sometimes when people pass out, the other girls would be like, fuck yes, thank God. Because <laughs> then they got to sit down for a bit. Like, how bad is that? Take imagine, one for the team imagine, and pass out, yeah, please. Whenever back I pass out, I'm like, thanks, girl. Like, <laughs> That's fucked. And the next day we'd be like, oh, thank you. So, so glad you passed out. Like, my feet were so sore. Like legit, how bad you is did that? did us a solid. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine saying so glad you passed out to someone. Like that's not normal. <laughs> I don't know if that passes OHS, work <laughs> safety conditions. Um, I can't get over the alcohol. That's interesting. How, another question from someone, what happens when they film the exit ride home? Cause that's- Oh my gosh, the this. iconic Just, exit ride. Yeah, it's, you get an Uber home. N- See, I got dropped home, but I lived down the road, like I said. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe they was trying to save on Uber fares. <laughs> I don't think you get an Uber. Do you get an Uber? Yeah, so they Because they, they, for me, they didn't send an Uber. They had this chick that was one of the runners drive this van, take me home. Well, I got told that they chuck you in an Uber and take you to the airport. Really? Yeah, so <laughs> they film your exit in the limousine yeah, the and yeah, you, you drive safe. around. So this is what happened for me. I did my exit thing and they were just like what do you like 
like I'm laughing because I'm like, fine, see ya. Thank God. Like about time you let me go. I've been waiting for four days. Um, and then I drove to Beacon Hill Maccas from Oxford Falls. <laughs> Beacon Hill Maccas, shout out. <laughs> they didn't even let me get a cheeseburger. Um, what did no, you get? No, they didn't. You didn't get to go into Maccas. Oh. And I'm a pescatarian now, guys, by the way. Um, so you drive to Beacon Hill Maccas, turn around there. This is from Oxford Falls, C3 Church, okay? And then back. So it's like a 10 minute drive. You do your filming, then you go back. That's a little, it's a loop of the area, I guess. Um, and then they dropped, then I waited. I had to wait for like 40 minutes for them to be free. So that the, like for the runner to be free. So she could drop me home, I guess, because they had other stuff to film. Um, and then she dropped me home to my actual house. But that's <laughs> because I live there. But I think for the other girls, they get dropped to like the airport and then, Oh, maybe they did it because they were gonna because they take you to a hotel and then oh they take you to a hotel first and then they take you to the airport the next day. But obviously, I was like, I'm not going to a hotel when I in the city when I actually live in Mm, Chatswood and it's closer. Yeah, maybe they did it differently this year. They apparently filmed the limousine stuff, came back to the hotel, got their bags and put them in an Uber, and they. I mean, it would make more sense for them to do that because they need the runner anyway. But for me, it was. But I could have been different because I lived Mm. in the area. Do you know interesting. what I mean? Very interesting. Um, did you have enough food in the mansion or were you starving? I've heard conflicting reports on this as well. <laughs> Some people said they lived like kings. Other people said they were fucking hungry. Okay, so <laughs> this is actually so funny. So there's two, like in the isolation, you're starving. You're literally on rations. Like you don't have food. Like it's so bad. You can make like a sandwich. Um, but on in the actual show, they have catering and they do – a grocery shop like twice a week like there's no you're not starving in fact I put on so much weight if you don't put on weight you must have a really fast metabolism and I'm jealous um but they do have fights over the food for sure because they for like avocados and stuff they're like stingy and like people like bananas like things that people want like there was this funny story funny story actually Nicole and I couldn't eat normal bread like we wanted gluten-free bread right so we <laughs> put them in my bag like we put a loaf because all the girls because it looked exactly the same as the normal bread so all the girls we were like all the girls were eating the gluten-free bread so we're like fuck we'll just like put it in our bag because it was just her and I and we we're in the same room we'll put it in my bag and no one will eat it that way because there's only one loaf of it and it's always going then we're stuck oh, anyway so then I just had it open Smuggling like bread yeah so I just had my bag open and Nicole and I were doing something like outside and some of the girls must have been Oh, we were filming and then the girls were locked in our room while we were filming. And then they saw it in my bag and they were like, oh, my God, they're stealing the bread. We're like, no, bitch, you're stealing our bread. (laughs) And it was this massive thing about the gluten-free bread. And then when the other girls came in, they were also (laughs) gluten-free. They made this – Monique made this cupboard and they called it, like, gluten-free gate and, like, they would get angry if other girls went in that gate, like, the gluten-free gate. It was, like, this massive thing. And there was, like, one time Sagan had a go at me for eating four macadamias. (laughs) nuts yeah i told you she was crazy so what she no, she full on yelled at me she's like i wanted them for later i was she's like how many have you had i wanted them for later and i literally was like i've had four and nikki was next to me at the time making some other food and we were just like burst out laughing and um nikki never let me forget it she's like remember the times again had to go at you about the four nuts the four macadamia nuts like wild so like people do get angry because they have their certain things that they want to eat but and you're allowed like one avocado eat, like half an avocado every shop. <laughs> like, so there are some strict rules. So it depends on how expensive things are because they have a budget. But for the most part, you've always got snacks around. They always, like if you're locked somewhere, there's like while they're filming something else, there's always snacks. Like, so you, there's no food dep- deprivation at all. Interesting. But 
yeah, you can't have a full avocado. You only get half. Because apparently on this season <laughs> there was a food dictatorship and the girls were like – Oh, no, no, I believe that. That's like, def- that happens. I'm sure that happens every year because that happened to us as well. And like controlling when the others would eat, like you said, with Sagan. Oh, Sagan. And, and um, Julia wouldn't let anyone eat salmon. And why? I'm pescatarian, so. Why couldn't anyone eat salmon? Um, Because she wanted it. So oh, so she greedy. wanted all the salmon because she only ate fish. I'm like, bitch, so do I. Greedy. Yeah. So I just didn't eat any meat. Well, I like only eat seafood as it is but like i just didn't eat anything because i was like i'm obviously not gonna eat i would have been ordering uber eats so you can't no you can't you don't have a phone phone. every second week you get um takeaway though so we got kfc one oh my god yum yeah and like a fat feast we spent like like i think a few grand on kfc i'm not joking there was so much food no one's i've never seen that much like food in my life and then the next week we had like thai or something like so every second saturday you got treated yeah every second saturday i know it was like a girl's night big sleepover and they'd have wine. The Love girls would that. drink wine as well. Is that when you showed your vaginas to each other? Yeah. That <laughs> really? Actually, yeah, actually was one of those nights. <laughs> yeah. All the girls were drunk except for like me, obviously. Oh my God. <laughs> Juicy. Actually, speaking of vaginas. Apparently I've- Kyle talks about that <laughs> speaking like, of every fucking day. Yeah. He always brings it up. I think he brought it up the other day with Aunt when he was chatting to Angie. He asked about the vaginas. Well, she wasn't even in the house though, so. Oh, uh, I think, he, I don't know how it got, I think he talked about Vaco. And- Angie's so, um, she has such a big voice on Instagram. Like she's yeah, always I know. She's always, on your stuff. I know. She loves it. Yeah. She loves, last night she was like, thank you for coming to my TED talk. No, but everyone loves it. What was she saying? Why is she it's always saying stuff? I love it. No, why she, um, was she commenting on though? Just like, like behavior of boys yeah, and stuff like wrongs. that. And I agree with what she's I saying. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, wow, just, I didn't realize that she was like, because they made her look like she was like this like, you know, innocent gal. No, and I'm like, she was wow. always sticking up for the sisterhood. Yeah, no, no, she was. But like, I didn't realize that she would like go and comment on shit as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I she's like kind of like us. She's like us. Like, yeah, she I doesn't, like she's not afraid to say what she thinks, which I appreciate. Zero fucks to give. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, but, but I didn't expect it. Yeah, I think she just likes to stick up for the sisterhood and like yeah. put guys in their place, I guess. Like, like us. Yeah. <laughs> like me, I'm literally like commenting us. on being like, what a surprise. <laughs> like every <laughs> me. I'm like hashtag super spreader. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Calling out that toxic you get masculinity. You should get merch. So super spreader like, merch. Yeah. Maybe I will. That's a good idea. Yeah. I want to get mugs. Shirts or hoodies. Super spreader shirts. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of vaginas, don't try to change the subject. <laughs> a lot of people wanted to know. <laughs> what, what's that word when you when you like go into something? Segway. Segway. Yeah. No segue here. Oh, vagina segway. Um, what happened with Vaco? Um, Someone said, was it just friendly kisses for, for the media? Was their relationship true? I hope to God it was because I need some LGBT content on this <laughs> godforsaken show. Um, it was just like a fling, basically. I mean, if you followed us, you would know that it was just a fling. Um, and when Vaco moved to South Australia, uh, South Africa, it kind of just fizzled out because obviously, how is that going to work? I think a lot of people at the time were questioning, like, is this just a publicity stunt? It's because we didn't want to talk but about it because we didn't know what we, what was going on. You know, we were just like, mm, like you didn't, you hadn't defined what it was. Yeah, so you didn't yeah, and it was like people were just were putting dating, pressure yeah. on us. Do you know what I mean? So you didn't, you weren't actually. It was just like seeing where it went, and then you didn't want to be like, we are dating or we're not because we don't actually know. Yeah, and people just wouldn't fucking listen to that. <laughs> like we said it a million times, and <laughs> people wouldn't get it through their head. I heard a rumor as well that you guys actually hooked up in the house. Yeah. Um, can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> no confirmation is confirmation in my eyes. No comment. <laughs> take the information. I'll take what that you as will. a yes. Yeah. Okay. Last question. I always save this most savage question for last. Um, this is not my words. This is just a savage. Well, there was actually quite a few. Were you happy with your appearance 
brackets lip emoji when you watched it back <laughs> i'll just i'll just ask they, these were all kind of similar how much filler did you have in your lips when are you planning on deflating those lips very savage um to the person who said when are you planning on deflating those lips actually <laughs> never in fact they're getting a bit small so i'm probably going to get them bigger soon unfortunately for you <laughs> sorry um and what was the other question? How much, How much filler, filler do you I have? have asking, for, asking for myself because I need a top up. I personally. actually haven't had filler since before The Bachelor, which was over like two years ago now. So I think all up I've probably had like two or three meals. But I only, when I used to get filler, I, like they're still big at the moment. So I only got like 0.5 of a meal at a time. So, mm, But I got I the go. thicker solution so it lasts longer. Right. They look but, good now. I don't think you need a top up. I want to get like a little bit bigger, but I probably won't. But um, I'm just a natural bitch. Um, anyway, so what was the last one? And the first, well, the oh, first was one. I happy with my? Were appearance? you happy with your appearance when you watched it back? Um, I thought my lips looked good. <laughs> so I'm just like anyone that's asking these questions. You're literally, obviously, not from any like city. You're obviously from a country <laughs> town because if you were from the city, you would know that every second bitch has filler in her lips, true, or Botox, or her tits done, or her nose done. Or whatever else makes them happy. So I think you need to stop commenting on people's appearance because it's just a reflection of yourself. Well said. <laughs> well said, girl. No, I agree. But don't you think, like, why are you commenting on someone's appearance? I agree. Like, what makes you happy? Yeah, like, it, like, obviously it's an insecurity of your own, not mine. But it's like, if you've got those lip fillers, you obviously like them. If you do, yeah, you just get them Yeah, why dissolved. would I deflate them? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why would, why would I pay all this money <laughs> to get my lips done just to deflate them? Because it doesn't um, adhere to someone else's definition of beauty. Like, why would I do you that? Do you, babe. Yeah, like, so silly. What a silly question. You're silly. <laughs> take that <laughs> hey well, up yours thanks for coming on i think we no covered worries. a lot yeah we did it was Don't know great if we, we left anything else out yeah well i'm sure i'll listen back to this sure episode and be like actually i never listen to episodes i'm in oh how rude oh okay i'll listen to yours but like i would <laughs> never listen, listen to my own or anything i'm like i can't listen cause, back yeah because it's like you don't know what you've so said hard. you don't know what you said so you're just like mm. i do listen back i have to but it's like i'm in talk like it's torture listening back i'm like fuck why did i say that why do i sound like that I well we're both as monotone as each other I so know. it's going to be like the most Put monotone sleep. <laughs> if you're still if you're still here with us now congratulations congratulations oh thank you for no worries it's been tea. fun you didn't disappoint yeah it's been fun and you're welcome back anytime if you've got any more tea yeah i don't this is the thing tea like i don't look for tea it just comes just to me same as me yeah. okay well you do you're like a tea magnet yeah same well yeah send it my way okay thanks girl no worries <laughs> this is bad behavior everybody calm down is a case for the fbi so scandalous Detective Megapus on the case again this week, guys. So a few episodes ago, I revealed some scandalous details about the fight our Gold Coast trash bar Malibu Barbie gone wrong. Caitlin had with tennis bad boy Bernard Tomic at a Gold Coast strip club. Again, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Now, Caitlin has been caught up in another situation with another bad boy, Michael Goonan from Married at First Sight. Seems like everything scandalous that happens on the Gold Coast, Caitlin is front and center at. Now, an onlooker has gotten in touch with me. They saw this situation unfold. What happened was Caitlin and Michael crossed paths at the pavilion on the Gold Coast the weekend before last when he was there with Stacey. 
Michael grabbed Caitlin and tried to hook up with her at this bar. She was saying no to him and trying to pull away. Very inappropriate behavior for a random man to do that to someone. Even if you are both reality stars, it doesn't give you permission to touch. Look, but don't touch. Now, Caitlin must have been feeling pretty uncomfortable. No girl would want to find themselves in that situation. Before I go into this, just a little back info on our good friend, Michael. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time we've seen him behave like this to women. Let's not forget that week-long party bender he had around Australia during the airing of Married at First Sight last season, where multiple women came forward and made similar claims about him grabbing them inappropriately at nightclubs in Darwin. He was kicked out of a number of venues. He then came to Sydney, went on a Bucks party, which there was photographs of. He went to Newcastle. He went to Melbourne. There was all of these claims. There's been articles about it. Okay, so that happened. Then not to mention a few weeks ago, this type of behavior happened again. I shared some confronting footage on Instagram that Michael had posted himself on a drunken night out where he followed a woman who was walking alone down a street for about 15 minutes, harassing and taunting her the entire time and ended with her blowing up at him and smashing his phone, which was the ending we all deserved. Good for her. Now, back to last weekend on the Gold Coast with Caitlin. One witness tells me, Michael from Maths was being his usual pest self on the Gold Coast last weekend. He grabbed Caitlin and tried to kiss her. I know Caitlin would have been super uncomfortable because he is taken and was clearly just doing it to piss Stacy off because she was there watching. Caitlin was telling Michael to get off her and she was trying to walk away from him. Now, this witness has been taking notes in so dramatic class because she also kept the receipts. She has sent me photos of this exact situation taking place. And in the images, you can clearly see that he's grabbing Caitlin and that she doesn't want a bar of him. She looks very uncomfortable. I will post these in, these images on Instagram at Dramatic Podcast so you guys can see what I'm talking about and see the evidence for yourselves firsthand. Now, another witness has also come forward with more claims about Michael. Witness 2 claims that on the same weekend, Michael was also being sleazy to her 21-year-old friend whilst they were waiting at Cold Rock getting ice cream and he made her feel extremely uncomfortable. She says, he tried to serenade my friend at Cold Rock. He was yelling, you're hot, I have a crush on you, right out at her, literally harassing her. She was not interested in him at all. Michael is just your typical desperate sleaze bag. Put this man on a leash. Guys, I think we have a limited edition super spreader on our hands. A wannabe super spreader. Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Such a juicy jam-packed episode as always. Rachel did not hold back. Zero fucks left to give, which we absolutely champion here. We encourage, we endorse, we proudly sponsor that kind of behavior. If any of the new Bachelorette boys are listening to this and you want to come on the podcast, please slide into my DMs and give the people what they want. This is a public service announcement. The people need you. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, which I know is all of you, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. Please also keep sharing So Dramatic around more than Michael attempts to share himself around Australia. 
please also post a screenshot on Instagram wherever you're listening to the podcast. It would be so appreciated and you will be doing God's work. Get those Christian hours up for the year, people. It's already October, not long to go now. Actually, double homework this week, a little bonus task for you guys. We all need to collectively pray that the Miles Sisters season of The Bachelorette is better than the hot mess that was Lockie's season. I mean, it won't be hard, surely. If you have any requests for people you want me to get on the show, any specific questions you want answered, or if you have any juicy gossip for me, slide into my DMs at Megan Pistetto or at Dramatic Podcast. And if you haven't already, join the Facebook group ASAP. That is where the real drama and partying is happening. That's So Dramatic Podcast. And we will be back to having our Wednesday and Thursday night parties this week. Everyone is invited. 7.30 p.m. both nights. Be there or be square. BYO, sassy one-liners and magnum rubies. <laughs> and the next normal episode will be dropping on Friday after the first week of The Bachelorette. I mean... What is the definition of normal around here anyway? There is no normal. It's a foreign concept here. It's so dramatic. Anyway, make sure you have subscribed to the podcast so you can listen as soon as the episode drops and you get the tea while it's hot. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. So Dramatic with Megan Pacetto.